Woo! Hey, how's it going, everyone? Happy holidays. Hope you're enjoying your Libra Day. Today, I wanted to share with you a little uh, story or a couple of scenarios I have been in um, regarding storms. So what are storms? Well, storms are those things that come into your life. They're unexpected. And in some cases, we don't know how to deal with them or we don't know um, how we're to react to them. But for the most part, let's just talk about the storms themselves. So for me, I remember several years ago um, when I was in high school, actually, I had gotten a young lady pregnant and had a son. And I loved my son and the young lady I cared for a great deal. But as time went on, we grew apart. And the time I spent with my son started to diminish up to the point where I ended up going into the military. And as I went into the military, um, that cloud or storm that I was referring to earlier just seemed to get worse. I was out of control. And I want to make sure you understand something. I'm not saying that because I had a son um, at an early age that that was a storm, because it wasn't. Um, what I shared with that young lady at that time was true. We, we truly cared about each other. We truly loved each other. But we weren't prepared to have a child. And I'll talk about that in another episode. But so we can move forward. I went into the military. And um, my time in the military was great. But I was out of control. There were some things going on in my life that I wasn't ready to face. And until I got older, I didn't realize that they were still um, driving a lot of the decisions I was making without even realizing it. So later, as I was, um, I remember I was stationed um, in Michigan and I ran into this young lady and her and I, we um, really got serious and I thought I could move on. And I remember I got um, an assignment while I was in Michigan to go overseas. And when I went overseas, me and this young lady, we had um, prepared to get married. We had um, set a date. We had been talking, writing, you know, all the things that people do. They stay in touch to, you know, continue to nourish the relationship. Well, I had an incident when I was overseas and I got into trouble and I was um, actually in military jail. And I had shared this with my fiance at the time. And I told her, I says, please don't share this with my mother. I don't want her to, to be worried because she's already concerned that I'm here. Um, so I don't want her to have any other concerns. Just let her know that I'm doing fine. And when I write her, that's all I'm going to tell her. And I trusted this young lady to, to do that because I thought at some point in time she would be my wife. But moving forward um she betrayed that trust she actually told my mother what had happened to me so when i had called home um after i got out of the out of the military prison i, I was still doing my job um with the military i had called home one weekend and i was talking to my mom and she was really upset with me and i at first i didn't understand why but as the conversation continued she was telling me how she found out you know that I was locked up that I had gotten into trouble and there was only one person who could have told her that because I only told one person and although I told um, my fiance at the time that I had forgave her for that the truth of the matter is I hadn't there was still a side of me that was angry with her for um, 
I, I think for betraying my trust. And, and if that's ever happened to you, where someone you love or someone you care about or someone who you, you trust, you tell them something in confidence and they assure you that they're not going to tell anyone and then they tell someone, it hurts. It hurts a lot and sometimes we don't understand how long it hurts and how painful that truly is until you take a step back and realize that that pain is still there. It's still driving decisions that you're making and so forth. So what I want to get into here is I just want to share with you what happened with me and, and how I was able to move forward with that. So a lot of it became prayer. I start realizing that the reason why I was out of control when I was um, in the military had a lot to do with the void that was in my heart. Um, I was raised by good parents. Um, I pray that anyone who's listening to this message has at least had the benefit of having one loving parent. But when you have two loving parents, that's even more, that's, that's even better. But just having someone in your corner that loves you is, I believe, the starting point for recovery. So when you have someone like that, whether it's a grandmother or a good friend or an aunt or an uncle or, or a mom or a dad, whoever that person is, when you can confide in them and know that the things that you tell them will be kept in trust and that they genuinely only want to see you do well, um, that that's such a blessing. That's such a bonus in your life. So for me, it was, it was a little difficult because my father was always that person that I always bounced things off of. So when I was going through this, um, storm <laughs> or storms plural um you know when I was growing up and younger my father always told me he says you can you can do this you can you're better than that so you can you can find a way or stay positive you know it was always some words of encouragement and whenever he and I spoke I always knew without him even saying it that he had my back I knew he was going to be there for me if I needed it and whether that was financially or whether it was emotional, whatever it was, I just knew always that he was someone who I could talk to. But as I was in the military, this this stormed. I said it is this. <laughs> it turned in. It was a lot more than a storm because a couple of things happened. So, as I mentioned, when I was in high school, me and a young lady had a child. So I was away from my oldest son. Then when I went into the military, you know, I had the betrayal from my fiance, we ended up getting married. We had a son. And then because I was still out of control, I was still dealing with things that, or I should say I needed to be dealing with things that were still in my heart and mind that I hadn't confronted. Um, the relationship just fell apart and she ended up going back to her parents. So I had another void in my heart, not so much for her, but for my other sons. I had two sons that I loved that I was not in their lives the way I had wanted to be. And it's interesting, I was I was thinking that it couldn't get any worse than that, but you know what, for me, um, I tried not to think about it, so I did other things. So I hung out with my friends in the military. Um, we went out, we drank, we partied. I, you know, focused a lot of my time and effort at work. Every once in a while, i do something in the community while I was in Michigan. Um, and it was interesting, um, when I left and came back home, um, I came back to California. Um, 
my wife at the time, as I mentioned, had moved back home, um, and then we had eventually gotten divorced. So as I mentioned, we had I had two boys now that I didn't I wasn't part of their lives. I had two relationships that failed miserably, and I was still miserable. Now, just when you think things couldn't get any worse. The person that I love most or the person I trusted most in my life while I was still in the military got ill. My father was diagnosed with cancer and eventually he would he would pass. And um, I was truly out of control at that point in time. I, I was just lost, truly lost. I remember coming home um, for the funeral and talking with my mom and, and I was just touching, you know, all the places where I knew my father was and I just, I could still feel his presence in the house as I was walking around and I sat in his chair and took some time and I just, you know, thought about all the things that my father had told me. I thought about how much he loved me. I thought about all the times he and I had been together, all the things we had done. And then it's, and then I think this aura of grief or this black cloud just dropped on top of me and I just remember I was, I was crying and I remember I just couldn't think, I couldn't see, I was, and it seemed like there was nobody else in the room. I don't know how long that was. I just know that for that period of time, um, I was, I, I just felt like I was broken away from reality. I was somewhere else. Um, and I was just caught in my emotions at that point in time. When I finally stopped crying and I got up out of my father's chair, I remember going into the kitchen. I think my mother was sitting in there, and she was just uh, doing a crossword puzzle, trying to keep herself occupied. And I came in in the kitchen, and she asked me, she said, are you okay? And I remember telling her, I said, no, I'm, I'm not okay, and you guys forgive me. I hope I don't get too emotional here, but... I remember telling her, I said, no, I'm not okay. I said, I, I miss Pop. And she said, I know I miss him too. And her and I, we just kind of comforted each other. And we talked about, you know, all the things my dad used to do that used to make us laugh. And how he was this strong, loving, and giving person. And I remember asking my mom, I said, Mom, I need something um, to take with me when I leave um, to go back to California I says can you can I have pop's handkerchiefs and it was interesting my mom had just washed them they were just folded and neatly you know I mean they were neatly folded they almost looked like she had put an iron on them they were so I mean the corners on those <laughs> on those um, handkerchiefs probably could have could have cut cheese that's how sharp they were but uh she says yeah she says you can take those so I remember taking those and and putting those in my bag. And for a second, just for a, a moment, I just felt like I had a part of him that was with me. Not not so much that he was with me anyway, because he's always going to be in my heart, and he's always going to be in my memories. But having something tangible to hold on to just seemed to give me another level of comfort. Now, I guess where I'm going with this, and and, and this one, this episode, I'm going to come back to. I'm going to there's some things here that I want to share with you um, as we go deeper into this. But what I want to share with you is, you know, during it all, when I was lost and I was confused and I was just totally out of control, 
there was a time also when I I came to myself and I just I just prayed. I just that's all I did. I just prayed and I and I asked for strength and I and I asked for direction and and over the next couple of years, um, things changed. They I changed and they were good changes. They were changes that helped me realize, you know, who I really was. Um, there were changes that made me realize who I didn't want to be. And there were changes that made me understand that forgiveness is something that's not just spoken. It's something that's performed. It's an action that we have to take. Because if we don't take it, then whatever that is, or whoever that other person is, or, or whatever the scenario, if you don't integrate forgiveness into that, then it just continues to eat away at you. It just continues to take away power from you. It just continues to drive decisions that aren't good in your life and, and will cause you harm and cause the people around you harm and pain and suffering. So I know that there's so much here that I can still talk about, but I'm going to talk about this all this week. I'm going to talk about storms. So I'm going to come back to this story, and I'm going to, to dive into it a little further, and I'm going to show you some of the things that happened in my life that changed me for the better and I think changed some of the people around me also for the better. So until then, I just want to say, whoo! keep sharing the love. Enjoy your holiday weekend, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you very much.